We about to have some fried fraud. The WB fraud gonna be like, hello, my <laughs> baby. Hello, my <laughs> dub 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 B. <laughs> that nigga's name was Michigan J Frog. Yo, after this message, nigga, you will not be right back. Uh, Michigan J Frog. Yeah, the um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what was more racist? UPN. You pick a nigga. Or the WB. It's the same shit. Didn't the UPN turn into the WB? They was two different things, though. But they turn into it though. Like I feel like after some after a minute, like the WB started playing girlfriends and shit like that. <laughs> the U People's Network. I don't know, dog. Was the Michigan J Frog? Was he racist? He was conish. Cause he was singing and dancing. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Why people? He was soft shoeing. I'm saying that's what they people? call it: soft shoe. But that's because it was tap dancing. Soft showing was tap dancing. Do white people not tap dance? White <laughs> people man. tap dance too. That nigga sound like he had a little bass in his voice. Yo. For a nigga first name to be Michigan, I would like to think he might be African American. Yo, don't you ain't it funny that like state like Michigan don't sound like a name. It sound like <laughs> a place. A place. Like America is a name. It is. It's like Susan or some shit. Like, yo, we live in Susanville. Or but like that shit don't sound like a name. That shit sound like for a fucking animated character. It's a name. I mean, like it's people named American. No, I'm saying this. How many niggas you know named Michigan? I don't fucking know. Okay, because there are none. They don't exist. Let me see. I mean, now we about to go. <laughs> they don't exist. No, let's go to the show. Let's go. <laughs> people named Michigan. All right, dog. We bought the uh, Michigan name, meaning popularity of the babynames.com. Let's see how fucking popular. You follow bitches with guns. I do. Is that like a name of a page? <laughs> or <are> you talking <laughs> about like a genre, more or less? Yeah, I follow a whole bunch of gun uh, pages. Michigan is currently not in the top 100 in baby names. <laughs> okay, because nobody wants to name their child that shit. Well, Mexicans be naming their babies America, so because they want free America Chavez. They got the name of the uh, the one of the little Marvel, the next Marvel hero. Her name <laughs> like America. I seen a little girl named America on uh, America's Got Talent. People be naming their baby America. I guess. America the Beautiful and all the other shit. Lady Liberty. All that. That's because America is supposed to be a female name. Now you can move to Jordan. <laughs> is Jordan a male or a female name? Unisex. For sure. All right. <clears throat> all right, man. Let's get this shit cracking. All right, man. That was a ridiculous conversation. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jake Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyer Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist. AKA the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. AKA, I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. 
also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't run without me. Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama, a.k.a. Jay Johnson, the crowd favorite. I toot my own horn because it sounds like Miles Davis. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? <laughs> what up, though? It's your man, Dame. Three underscores, three one three. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It is the honorable... Judge Boss Dame, let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 319. On you You know what, fellas, ladies, gentlemen? Next week is technically the sixth year anniversary of Shop Talk Podcast. My yeah, name. man. Long time. Long time, man. Hey, man, I couldn't have picked a better... Better person to run this journey through with. That's you know? real life, dog. That's real life. I appreciate you, man. Hey, man, this is an equal partnership. I appreciate uh, you, too. Uh, it's a commitment. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, I remember thinking it was only going to be like one or two weeks, and he was going to let it go six years later. And, you know, we kind of like the pioneers of this. No, I just wanted to say, uh, what's that? So, uh, that was Jay-Z and Imaginary Players. Like, oh, okay. kind of, I was just trying to. We not. Podcast been out a long time. Yeah, but, but we made that shit look cool, and we did it our fucking way. You know what I'm saying? But nobody like when we found this bitch is like when we not like when Columbus found America, but like when no, Black that's exactly what happened. Cause bef- nigga, this shit didn't exist till like <laughs> I started this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thanks, <laughs> We was natives. We was the natives. You know the niggas started coming over. The Aboriginal podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> the first um, men. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, though, so I don't know, man. Uh, that shit kind of crept up on me. I just happened to look at the clock. I mean, we talked calendar. about it last week. It shouldn't have crept up on you. We like talked about it on the show. I'm saying a week ago, it's creeping up on me, nigga. That's two weeks away from six year anniversary. I uh-huh. should have been planning this shit. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Six months ago. Yeah. You we know should have had an event, or maybe we should still have an event. I'm not. I'm not. Not not by next week, but maybe like <laughs> short something shortly thereafter. Yeah. Um. Was people still scared? To, are, are people scared of gatherings still? Is that still like a thing? I think people will go back. We about to go back virtual. You think so? Because gas costs too fucking much. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, America's so pussy. <laughs> what? Because we want like lean on other countries to reduce the gas yeah, rates? We the fucking police of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like we the superpower. Why the fuck is we paying for gas, nigga? That but we want we free. don't want to be so oppressing that Says like who? this it country just, it just doesn't look good for what would it look like for how people view the country? We bomb niggas. No, we but we still how. we still need other countries for shit. You gotta play. You gotta play ball. Nigga. You gotta be diplomatic. Who said wh- how? That shit don't, no. Because if we if we fuck over. If we we gotta, do. No, I'm just... So, like, say we got to go to war with North Korea. Like, just say this shit hit the fan. Like, these other countries going to help us. They indebted to us. Let me if we you. just lean on these niggas, they going to be like, man, fuck America. Let me tell you something, dog. North Korea is capped. 
Ain't nobody scared of them niggas, dog. The niggas weak as fuck over there. Them we don't, don't know. Even, them niggas don't even got the real internet over there, okay? Them niggas weak. Nobody scared of them niggas, dog. That shit is a dog and pony show. Fuck them niggas. Big America over here. You feel me? We about to let our nuts hang. Let them bitches drag from sea to shining <laughs> sea. And we should not be paying these exorbitant ass gas prices because we got enough fucking nukes. We got more nukes than our countries in the world. <laughs> we can't go... Nigga. Yes, you the fuck no, you, you can. can dog. That's not. That's now not. this nigga want to be nice. Now you want to be diplomatic. You can't go fucking wiping out civilization nigga, for if gas. You don't cut the fucking you gas can't. off. I'm letting every nigga, everybody that we protect you from. You cannot not wipe out. You, you cannot wipe out a country for for gas. You just can't. We wipe out a fucking country for 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 oil. Yeah, yes, we do. We do that shit all the time. We 100 percent wipe out countries. Uh, one was called Iraq. <laughs> George W. went over there and then gave his best friend, uh, aka, I won't say his best friend, but he gave the president of Halliburton, uh, our vice president, all the fucking contracts to go rebuild the shit that they blew the fuck up. That's fucking crazy. Like, yo, this nigga said, yo, my man tried to kill my dad. <laughs> we about to fuck that shit up, steal they opium, because we really went over there and stole they fucking cocaine. The fucking soldiers over there protecting the opium fields like what wonder how drugs get in this country nigga the u.s soldiers over there protecting opium fields and shit snatching up niggas oil and then jason i i hear what you 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 sound like you're on some wild conspiracy shit and i don't i don't i don't want in fact i don't want i don't want to i don't want to do this i don't want to do this i don't i don't want we can't we can't lean on countries like i get all the backstory shit that shit is weak as fuck that's weak how the fuck we let these niggas... You are putting the country in danger, nigga. Soldiers ain't just... We not bordered up around this bitch. Because we should have built the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. Niggas is pussy as fuck unless some weak-ass niggas just raise the price from like $3 to damn near $10. Like, what? Then they'll bring it back down to... Five is going to be the new medium price yeah, for I gas. I this bitch up. Well, get ready. Because five is going to be the new medium price for gas. It just is. They're gonna raise it to about eight, nine, and then they'll drop it back down to five, and niggas be like, oh my God, the gas back at five dollars, and they'd be happy with that shit. Niggas be so lackadaisical about getting taken control of, dog. But I'm sorry, nothing we can do about it. Take my life, <laughs> take my freedom, take but, my liberty. But so many of us would have to like stop driving to for that shit to make like an impact. Like, okay. I don't. I don't think there's a. Consent- really, all you gotta do is all the truckers be like, "Yo, nigga, we not moving shit for a week." Fucking country, shut the fuck down. And the gas is expensive as shit. How the fuck they driving cross country? I don't know, man. That filling every, up on diesel. Everything about the like, nigga, that is an act of war, my nigga. That's like an economic sanction. You know what I'm saying? Like you gonna fuck up? You fucking up the economy. They want to push the us world. Into, I think they want to push us into a recession right now. I mean, we already in a recession. You know, and everything's going up. That's just because it costs everybody more to get their shit because gas keep going up. Everything in this motherfucking country, once it get off the the port, the one out of the seven ports that weren't run twenty four hours, this with this manufactured uh, chip shortage we got. Seven, the chips still sitting in the ocean, man. It's like some chips still sitting in the ocean. It's seven ports in in California, only one of them working twenty four hours. The other six just sitting there doing. Whatever the fuck, <laughs> yo, two hours. It, 
don't get me started. But like I know, never heard that before. They there, chilling. Uh but like everything go up, you fuck up the economy, you fuck up the world economy. That's like an economic sanction. How the fuck you let another country have that much control over you? And who the fuck knew that Russia supplies so much fucking oil? Who the fuck knew? <laughs> and listen, Ukraine, I feel for y'all niggas. But we got to get this shit back right, all right? We got to get our oil back. So so a couple of weeks ago, I remember you saying you didn't feel like it was because of the war in Ukraine. What? what that the oil was going up. I didn't know. I, legit, I literally just found out this week how much Russia. I said that shit. So, I said that shit. Well, congratulations, nigga. Shit you was right about. Added, added to the, the. The pamphlet. <laughs> added to the sticky note. The, that the we annals got. of history, <laughs> mo- motherfucker. The <laughs> annals of history. Added to the sticky note. Whatever. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know how much oil they supply to the fucking world. Now, granted, they supply a lot of fucking oil to the world, right? Right. Not us. We don't get most of our shit from there. But because the rest of the world ain't getting their shit, where they go get their shit at, start raising the price, which raise our price. So it has an impact, but we don't get all of our shit from, from Russia. But I didn't know. that Price of the brick went up. Price of the brick went up. Plug said y'all got For no gotta- reason, though. There is not a reason a nigga can tell me that the price of oil go up. Because I said so. And you you want to get that work, it come from me. And that's why I say niggas is pussy. Now, if you was about to go to war or stop protecting or be a bully or whatever, just because your know, operating costs went up and this is what niggas got to do, that's wrong. Niggas just make the price of oil whatever the fuck I want to make it. Just because. Yeah. Oh, that ain't. No, no, that ain't. No, no. Anywho, man, how how was your week, my brother? Week was cool, man. I got these staples took out of my arm this week. Mm. Bitches hurt like a motherfucker. I thought they was gonna put me to sleep. They didn't. It's just a couple staples. You know what I'm like yeah. twelve of them bitches. All right, couple, couple, couple. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers hurt, couple dog. Dozen. You know what I'm saying? A couple dozen. Yeah, they gave me some pain. Man, half I, I needed to. I, I needed some help because them motherfuckers hurt. Yeah. So like your skin just go back to normal? Eventually. Or, or it just look like. I mean, the dots are still there right now. She, they said a couple of weeks and it'd be Some tattoos to cover it up. The doctor actually did suggest he, I, I, you know, he was being cynical because you know he was being a fucking a- jackass. But yeah, he was like, yeah, you can get some creative tattooing around the scars. Thanks, motherfucker. I was gonna do that anyway. <laughs> what, what color is he? He's an Asian. Oh, <laughs> I was an Asian actually. Look at that. You know, uh, <laughs> but he he sound. That's what he sounds like. But he is an Asian. Oh man. Uh, yeah. This week was cool, man. I don't think nothing crazy happened. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, nothing crazy really happened and shit. Now we supposed to have a guest this week, and um. Uh, they ain't here. They ain't here. I don't know. <laughs> they ain't here. <laughs> so look at his look. Everything. Yeah, he confirmed yesterday. Look at his page. Though. I think it looked I like he, he got, got hacked. hacked. Yeah, he got a whole bunch of forex shit up on there. Now. <laughs> yeah. Like so, if he did, so if he did get hacked, he probably can't go in there and, and get, get the, the address and the info address. that he needs. Because so. I'm like, my nigga. That's a telltale sign that they got hacked. Like when you see I, any forex shit during the week, like you got regular posts. Yeah. Birthday for the kid and all that shit, and then. Look at the car I got after using Forex. <laughs> I'm like, damn, nigga got hacked. Is that the new scam though? Forex? What happened to the Forex niggas? They just went away. Remember that was like they, they was on top during the pandemic. Yeah. And they now talk to you like, so you don't want to make $1,000 a day? 
Oh, dumbass nigga. I mean, look at you. You're just sitting on the car. You're sitting on the couch. Your hair's dusty. <laughs> That's how them forex niggas would be in your DMs talking. Man. Want you to take them, take them classes. I remember it was bring a, in seven more people with you. It was a nigga working f- with me. We on the same team at work telling me how about this forex and this and this and that. I'm like, my nigga, we work at the same place. It's it's, it's not doing that good for you. He, he making so much more money. This just his play money. Yeah, but that's how they sell it. Yeah, both of us was working late on a Friday night. Like we both want to get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? You talking about some forex? Come on, Jay. You should try it. How much is the initial investment? Like three fifty. I don't, I don't even understand. They're going to teach it to you, so you do understand. No, no, no. I don't understand why niggas are paying niggas. <laughs> like, nigga, buy low, sell high. It's a really easy concept. But they're doing it all day long. They got a system that works. You can you can get paid. Yeah, you can sell it up. If I buy at this price, as soon as it goes to this one, automatically sell it. Forex niggas are vector knives, niggas. What? That's the new vector knives. Oh, you remember when niggas used to come come to your house and try and sell them sharp ass knives? Hey, yo, my cousin sold us some cut cold knives. Same Way shit. Back it's the same difference. The greatest fucking knives in the world. Knives sharp as a motherfucker, though. <laughs> my nigga. It's like, I'm out of high school 20 years, 22 years, actually. Them knives still sharp. Them knives probably 25 years old, dog. Them, motherfuck- them knives and the scissors, them motherfuckers is, yo, shout out to Q, <laughs> my Texas nigga, like, yo, <laughs> them cut cold knives, them shit was dope. Now, look, uh, my uncle wife, uh, has sold us. Uh, this was like early nineties, late eighties, early nineties. She was selling filter queens. Little I remember vacuum. those. Yeah, my nigga, the filter queen is still running. Right, it's it's night. It's twenty twenty two, dog. Does it still work good? Yes. I remember them bitches. Dog, it's been like thirty fucking years, dog. You got your money's worth. So if you go on eBay and buy Owen, the bitch is going for like five hundred bucks, dog. The old used ones. I mean, you can't get... Do they make brand new ones? I don't think so. Oh. Okay. Like, these motherfuckers... Is, yo, shout out to the Filter Queen. Can we get a sponsorship for the Filter Queen? Because, <laughs> yo, I swear, if you got a Filter Queen, you out here. That shit is fired. So niggas been scamming and scheming since, like, as long as we can remember. But it's not a scam and a scheme. These products worked for 30 years later. Your mom ever been to a Tupperware party? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just another scheme. It's just another... Well, back in the day, Tupperware was new. Now you get that shit for the dollar store. <laughs> like, remember when Tupperware was like, "Yo, don't, <laughs> don't, don't get nobody a month of good Tupperware." Yeah, a young lady will make you something. Eat like, "Yo, I want my Tupperware back." Like, nigga, this shit a dollar. <laughs> like, I got like a a forty pack for like ten dollars on Amazon for some meal. You know what's the worst thing about Tupperware when you lose that top? Fuck the top. The tops <laughs> and socks is in the same spot. What? No, man, I want my. I want to be able to put the top back on my Tupperware. Like, where do them niggas' socks be going, dog? The dryer eat them bitches, dog. I swear to God, it do. The dryer just eat them bitches. Maybe we do got dimensions. Motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> be going through different portals and shit. I bought 60 socks beginning of last year. 60. I, b- I bought them bitches off Amazon. It was like 30 bucks That's a for 60 pair of socks. White or black? Nigga, it was white, black, and gray. Mm. That's a great combination. I'd be happy if I got 15 of them bitches. I do not know where the fuck they went to. I, bought, I, I, I I have no idea how many socks I have. It's a lot. It's a fucking lot. <laughs> it's a fucking It's dumbass shit like that you don't account for when you're trying to be an adult. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's the dumbass shit that you just don't account for. White tees, wife beaters, socks. 
razor blades, like yo, just dumb shit. Yo, something I noticed uh, this season. And I've been doing a couple prime send offs, and I've been my timeline been full of prime send offs and shit like that. Yeah. Um, two things. One, I don't know what year that this shit switched, but it definitely switched. Now, prime send off always been the thing. You go to your house, you go to the day house, take pictures with the grandma and the grandma, all that no, shit. No, no, but it's disposable, a presentation now. Disposable cameras and shit. That was that's that's always been the thing. Yeah. But now. 100% of the time, there's a a king's chair, a red carpet, and balloons. Like, it's a package, right? Yeah. It's but, a prime send-off package. For sure. Yo, these is not children. I seen a nigga look. He got to be 30 years old, dog. Let me show you this picture so you don't think I'm capping. This nigga gots to be 30, dog. This a prime send-off? That, like, he getting married. <laughs> like, that nigga gotta be 30. I mean, he fresh. He fresh as hell. Yo, these children been looking 25 as fuck in all these prime send-offs, dog. I mean, prime is like your first formal, like this day, like the, the first formal moment. Like they go all out now. You remember your prime? Yeah, I do. I don't remember shit from my prime, dog. We didn't stay long, but I remember it. I remember we danced to like three songs in a row. Uh, I can't, I know one was like Tyrese Lately. And some other shit. We danced to three songs in a row is what is the the moment I remember a prom. And I know we dipped out. I remember we ate there. I don't remember eating. Uh I remember taking like one picture that's on my Facebook <laughs> from years ago. And I don't know if I remember it or the picture has been shared so many times. I remember getting there. I remember leaving. I, I probably got a good two and a half minutes of memories from prom. I think we be gassing this shit like it's like a, a thing and it's it's probably not a thing. Yeah, it probably isn't like it's for it's one night. Yeah. A couple hours. I think prom used to be like niggas about to get some pussy. But now so you dress up for it. No, I'm saying like that was like a time where people used to lose their virginity and do all the other shit. Some of these kids Back still the do. No, these kids is fucking fucking, okay? At an early age. <laughs> like, it's it's not, I don't think Prom got the same prominence. Gusto that it had. Nah. What did you do the day after Prom? I went to Cedar Point. I didn't go to Cedar Point. Everybody no. else went to Cedar Point. I was, I went out and uh, I went on a date. Well, I went with my girlfriend. We didn't even have sex. You went with prom. your Prom date? Yeah. We didn't even have sex. On, like, because it wasn't new. It was <laughs> like, we had sex last night. So, or, you know, when you was a kid, you didn't have sex at night. You had sex in the when middle of the day. You had <laughs> sex when you can sneak it in. That's <laughs> right. when you had it. You 100% had sex in the middle of the day. But, like, uh, I was at the, I went to Wonderland, uh, the mall. I remember Wonderland Mall, uh, nigga. And I forget. Uh, but, like, we didn't go to see the point, though. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think Prime got the same primeness. But I think people be hyped up for prom because they've been told that prom is this special thing, like everywhere. The movies, it's the boogeyman. Like, you'd be like, yeah. Like yeah. somebody mentioned, like, uh, like so back in the day when we was going to prom, like whatever car you got, like you parked that bitch in the garage somewhere. Like nobody even seen you. Yeah, really? nope. I, I remember when I got to prom, I was in a rental, but nobody saw me. I parked in Kobo Garage and walked my ass <laughs> the fuck over. Like, what? Was, why did we want these cars? For the picture. 
for the picture. Yeah. That's it. We, I, t- I took pictures in the car in front of the bitch. You know, that's that's what you want it for. Yeah. Now, nowadays, I mean, that bitch would get shown the fuck off through social media and different. Shit. Yeah, because they got a nigga, they got a whole videographer when you pull up. That, that's me. I be there. Taking yeah. Pictures and shit. You know what I'm saying? Making shit look fly. I'm. I mean, I create memories. Twenty years from now, y'all be looking at my art. Looking at the prom pictures that Jay Johnson took in real life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you took my son pictures. I, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. yeah you, I, he going to show that to his kid one day. His prime memory just came up this week. It's been a year. Mm. <laughs> which no babies is, yet. Which is crazy. And no babies yet. Right? No, no babies. No babies. That man, he didn't made it, though. Yeah, no babies. Just go to, just go to school. That's all you got to do is just go to school. Now, uh, we were downstairs waiting for my, uh, for my man's to show up. We was talking about something. And he was like, no, nah, I'll wait and ask on a pod. I was talking about, like, the world is a fucked up place. Well, America is a fucked up place, and everybody wants to escape it, so everyone does drugs and drinks liquor. But not everybody does drugs, though. I feel like we all kind of have, like, an out, but not everybody does drugs. A lot of people do drugs and drink alcohol to escape their life because I don't think nobody enjoys their, <laughs> their life. And then, then they be like, I got to go on vacation. I got to go get on such a, because I, I basically, I don't want to be here. So I'm going to go get on the beach or I'm going to go to. Because we don't, we don't look at that as like having realistic means to do. Like if you could live in a vacation spot forever, you would do it. But like most people don't. Florida all the time. No, nah, I'm talking like. <laughs> I'm, uh, just leave Atlanta all the time. We going to it. Niggas is moving out. Niggas leave New York. Nah, man, but they be they they be trying to get to these exotic locations. My homeboy and his wife, they posting pictures they over in Greece right now. Like they niggas be trying to get get all the way away. Uh motion at my back door. Uh oh. Somebody going down. <laughs> wow, lucky it's bugs. Um so I I know I, I, I just think the world is a we not designed to have access to all the shit that we have access to. No. Um, we should all know less about each other. 100%. Less is more. Um, there should, damn, it should be something left up to the imagination. Uh, I shouldn't have access to everyone's thoughts on every single thing because in the grand scale, I shouldn't have your thoughts about a random hypothetical subject that can possibly make us fall out that really doesn't matter in real life. And without this thing that went through your timeline, this conversation would have never came up and you would have been perfect. I think it's so stupid when people get bent out of shape about hypothetical conversations. I think that shit is dumb as fuck. It is. But I think what ends up happening is you look at somebody like, damn, I know you were stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have to be stupid. It could just be a difference of opinion. I know. But when you think your opinion, right, you be like, damn, why are they so stupid? Stu- I'm not saying it's right. What <laughs> that's I'm saying, dumb as I fuck. That's what happens. That's dumb as fuck. Like, if a nigga said no one should ever smoke weed and y'all got into an argument, you probably thinking, hey, like, that nigga dumb as yeah, fuck. Yeah, like, damn, I didn't know this nigga was stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? You be feeling that and it comes across. But, like, I don't think we should have access to this shit. I think we should just stop having hypothetical questions. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. That's what's, ma- that's what's, that's what we making y'all mad. Damn, I don't know, right? So I think hypothetical. Damn, this this is this is tough, right? Look, I'm on a regular, on a one to one person. I'm gonna use the the example that my pop said when he was on the pod about him and my mom 
and I, this is the first time I heard that story, by the way, uh, how they would just ask each other questions all the time, back and forth to school. So when a, whenever a situation, like they already knew what they was going to do. Because you already told me that. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. But them is a bunch of fucking hypotheticals. You know what I'm saying? I guess you should have conversations with your loved one about certain things. But that is a lot different than... You so, niggas paying $200 for dates? <laughs> if you 37, could you date a 23-year-old? Like, nigga, are you 23? Am I 37? What are we having this conversation for? Like... Because they want people's opinion, they want people's asking, opinion to feel right about whatever answer they didn't came up with in their head. You asking a twenty five year old about fifteen years in the future where he date somebody that's ten years younger than him? Who? What? I, what? It's so it's it's so <laughs> hypothetical. I see what you just did there with that math question that you just made up. I mean, it was pretty, pretty it was, cool math. What they, what they call it a math sentence? Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't like them shits. I don't, I don't like them story problems. Thought that shit was culturally biased. <laughs> I don't like story problems. Oh man, story problem used to hate. I used to hate them shits. That, you just made one up. But that was easy though. I don't, I don't care. I don't like story problems. So would you though? Yeah. You almost forty two. No, I said you asking a nigga who's twenty five. That 15 years in the future, would you date somebody that's 10 years younger than you? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> it's only 10 years. It's like, I'd be 40 and not, would you date a 30-year-old? Absolutely. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's not an issue. But I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I like it. And because I do podcasts, I don't think I have a way to avoid it. I think it's humbling. People want to hear our, our our take on some of that stuff. It is. It is very humbling. But then I, I so when we did the pod and when I wanted to start the pod, it was kind of twofold, right? Um, I wanted to be able to put some information, some candy in there with the entertainment, you know what I'm saying? With the medicine and with the candy. That's how I wanted to say it. Okay. And I didn't want to necessarily be beholden to the trending topics of the week, right? Fair enough. Um, but then as things go on and people start listening, people reach out to you and ask you to talk about the thing that happened this week because they want to hear your take on it. And then you get, then I, I feel like you get, I get stuck in a situation where I'm talking about stuff that I actually don't want to talk about. And it may seem what like, was the thing this week though? I'm saying the thing of the week. Okay. Like insert. Oh, okay. Fine. Here's the thing that I, I, I really don't care about. Okay. I got you. Uh, Lori Harvey and Michael <laughs> B. Jordan broke up. And now there's discussions about who was right and who was wrong and who, who the fuck cares? dog? The celebrity obsession is a mental illness. It's a fucking mental illness. I think so. Because like, why, like you say, why do you even care? Because You're not going to date the niggas. I think we hate our lives, man. But what makes their lives so much be better? Is it just the access to money? It looks better. It looks good on screen because they see a fake reality and a fantasy world. It's, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. But we so obsessed with it, though. Like we obsessed with, with celebrity. We are. Because he's just an actor. She does it's probably going to sound like real, real wild, but she doesn't do anything of, of substance. She just travel around and take pictures of herself. 
Is she considered like I guess an influencer? Socialite influencer? I mean, I'm pretty sure brands pay her to do shit, so she influencing like a motherfucker. But I'm but as as far I mean, as having do, like what a tank. Michael B. Jordan do? He remember he does, lines? Nigga, does, nigga he acts. He re, he remembers something that somebody wrote. Like that's in the grand scheme of things, like, nigga, that's pretty insignificant. Like we, I love actors. We do the whole pot, everything. My nigga, you acting like another nigga. <laughs> like <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, somebody out here engineering their way to a, a better society, and you recite or you a rapper. Like nigga, you sing songs for a living. You rhyme words. This nigga <laughs> filing a cure for cancer, and you over there. I'm the voice. Of, I'm a voice of a generation, <laughs> nigga. You know what I'm saying? In the grand scheme of things, like, like is there anything that we what matters? I was just, I was just thinking, like, but he had. He has a, a tangible skill you I guess you can tie him to. You think he's a good actor? No, I don't think he's a very good actor. So I don't. His skill's tangible. <laughs> uh, I think he's good in certain roles. I enjoyed him in Creed. I think he's a good actor for that type of shit. Do I think the nigga's gonna win an Emmy Award one day? I don't know if he has that range. I don't I don't see him as the next Denzel Washington. Yo, <laughs> yo, Aunt hates Michael B. Jordan. No. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't know where you kind of put him at, but like, I don't think he's gonna be like that nigga. Yeah, uh, you know, Sean the Terrible was giving you a little shit for your Den- for your uh, Sam Jackson comments. Yeah, but I think it did that, like <laughs> Sam Jackson is an incredible actor. And tell me the role that you thought was incredible. <laughs> In Mississippi Masala, he was. I um, kill him again. Like that. <laughs> it was Other than that one. What's the role that you thought was incredible? I thought the nigga was he. He was good in Django. He was good in fucking uh, Black Snake Moan, which I know you still ain't watched. I'm never watching Black Snake Moan. <laughs> just give it. A, just I'm watch it like on a Saturday Black afternoon. Snake. Invite invite some company over. I'm not inviting nobody over. To Get watch a couple Modellos and and watch Black Snake Moan. Some pizza. Come on. Nah. I just want you to get if you look, look. I'm not inviting company over to watch Black State Mo. It's not happening. I mean, you could, you know, uh, I'm not if I buy if I invite company over, I'm not watching the movie. No, I think you should watch it with somebody. But I want you to watch it. Black Snake Moan is a good movie. And you got the fucking nerve to talk about Belly. Like you, you Me and Cheyenne are gonna come on the show. I, I text Cheyenne. We're gonna set it up. We're gonna come on we're gonna come on this week in culture and, and body get, you and niggas. And body you, you niggas. Two jokes that body you've been bag. For five years about the movie. After Bo- you get them two jokes off, no, my nigga. There's nothing else. I've been so I, I've been I've been watching Belly and I've been taking notes, my nigga. I'm ready. Body bag. What I what I want y'all to do, and you can get it to you get it together first, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to have you seen State Property? Yeah, I've seen State Property. Did you enjoy State Property? No, State Property is not a good movie. All right, I just I want I'm, I'm trying to set up. I want to get a bar of what you niggas think is good and what y'all think is bad. Okay, because are we talking just gangster movies or like a gangster type of genre? We talking about the genre that niggas watch. I think Goodfellas. Niggas, I'm I think Goodfellas niggas. is a superior movie. I think you are Casino. Not about to compare Goodfellas or Casino to fucking Belly. No, I I don't think. I'm not be- about to compare two of the greatest actors of all time to some rappers in the. Belly <laughs> Belly is like the equivalent of In Too Deep. You did you enjoy In Too Deep? It's alright. I enjoy, I enjoyed it not because it's like a a superbly well written movie like it has its moments just like Belly has its moments. 
All right, man. We'll we'll, we'll get into that. But Cheyenne, I need you to hit me up. It's time to body these niggas. Yeah, man. You just stepping in the arena. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think y'all ready. <laughs> I don't think y'all ready. Uh, I'm a cage fighter. I'm a warrior, my nigga. I'm a warrior. All right. Walk the tightrope. <laughs> <laughs> because it's been find, find me, find it's me, find me years. a ring. First of all, five years. First of all, I'm 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 appalled that five you niggas years. don't think that I'm nimble enough. After I've lost, especially after I lost all this weight, that you niggas really don't think that I'm nimble enough Dang. to walk across the top rope, Jason. It was twenty seven. Jason, I can do this it. Episode happened in twenty. We was in the studio downstairs, my nigga. Jason, no, Cheyenne had her guest that was a wrestler. That was that was up here. Though the tightrope shit was downstairs when you said. You asked Virgil if he wanted to wrestle. No, it was up here. It was in this no, studio. No, it wasn't. Either way it goes, Virgil Verge didn't see me and ain't want no smoke. We could have been got it popping. We could have been got it popping. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't want no collar and elbow lockup last time he seen me. Yeah, this nigga is wild. Cause <laughs> it was all peaceful. How much money you want to put on it, dog? Because I would go get a fucking ring and I would put money on it that you cannot walk the tightrope. You can't walk the tightrope. I can do it just like Undertaker do that shit. Just just how that nigga do old school. It can't be no it can't be a boxing ring because you know them it's not as tight as a wrestling ring. It needs to specifically be a wrestling ring. I can do that shit, my nigga. I don't wanna I don't wanna I, cause look, look, cause Why don't you have no faith? Ye I'm, of little faith. I'm petty enough to set this shit up, but I really don't want you to get hurt. Why? Like I feel fu- I would be fu- I would feel fucked up if you could. What makes you think I'm gonna get hurt? I don't think you can do it. <laughs> I think you're gonna fall. I will. At at worst, I'll fall inside of the ring. Or we've seen when niggas be on the ropes and they fall like this. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. I don't want to be the reason that you get hurt. Dog. I don't even see why you think I would get hurt. Right. I'm offended. I mean, nigga, how many times have you fell in your house? You can used to come here limping all the time, nigga. I was on. I was. I was on a fucking. Uh, I was on the cast for a year, my nigga. Before I was on crutches for a year. Yeah, you were, before the, the 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 more serious one. You would come in this bitch all the time. Oh, nigga. Yeah, man. I just I just don't want to see you get hurt, dog. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. But I'm petty enough to do it. So we gonna have to set that shit up, make it a whole thing. I mean, we can, we can, matter of fact, how about this? We load a live podcast at a wrestling rink. We do the podcast in the ring. And once the pod is over and the whole, the guest and everybody is there, we can see if you can do the, uh, the walk the rope. People will pay money. That's how we going to pay for the ring. Book it. All right. Y'all heard it here first. Y'all heard it. Ain't no bitching, dang. You, y'all look at the camera and say it. Book it, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, I can't wait to wipe that smug ass look off your face and off Virgil's face when I fly off the top rope. I hope you don't. I'm coming. Fly off the I'm coming full luchador setup. <laughs> I will be the corner store conquistador. All right. Full All right. luchador outfit, my nigga. Okay. Also, <laughs> you gonna be in that bitch dressed like Oso? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a shut niggas the fuck up. All right, we'll see if you can walk the the, the top rope like me, Mark, in the Undertaker. And you know he walks it, and then he jumps and does a little heart punch all the way down. And you don't and think that I can? You don't think that no, I can do that? I do not. <laughs> I do not think you can do it. <laughs> I need a. I probably need a day or two to practice. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Just set it up, dog. Don't talk me to death. All right. Don't talk me to death. All right, Dave. This is one of those situations where, you know what I'm saying? Well, we're going to take it there. Well, we're going to take it there. Because right. I'm not backing down. Right. I'm not backing down. I didn't put it out there. What happened to your uh, your 360s? What? What happened to your waves? What waves? Remember you was like, yo, this is going to happen for sure, for sure. And then it I, I, I can't I can't affect a, a, an allergic reaction. And I'm and I'm and I'm hurt that you would make fun of me like that. Because <laughs> I thought we was better than that. I'm hurt. But we hey, we ain't seen no pictures of allergic reaction. That's fine. We, Niggas ain't seen a picture of Jesus, but you believe. Uh, <laughs> you believe. That he a white man, but look, no, that he's that he's a black man. Look, man, I'm 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 gonna do it. There's there's no if ands or buts to it. Ye a little faith, and when I do it, I don't want to hear shit else. You better be silenced when I walk in the rooms. No, I'm talking about standing ovation, a standing fucking ovation. Just give myself. it to me now. Give it to me now. I realize, <laughs> relax, Jason. Ovation, I, I'm a, I'm I'm a slim trim. 6'1", 200 pounds. Like, come on, dog. I can do this. Damn, I'm, I've never seen you do anything athletic, though. I'm not saying that you can't. You want If you looked at my phone, it's a lot of <laughs> athletics going on. Would, it's a lot of athletics. I would rather not. Uh, but I'm not saying that you can't. i just never seen you do anything athletic. Dog, I... You could be. Maybe you can walk. I can. Pro- I can probably still dunk a basketball. I don't think you've ever <laughs> dunked a basketball. <laughs> I'm fairly sure you've never dunked a basketball. All right, man. For like a regulations size room, <laughs> like I don't think that's a thing. Shit. Uh, um. But somebody, you know what? Somebody. I remember we both talked about like being able to run a mile, and somebody was like, "Y'all, we should challenge each other to run. Maybe we can have a field day." My nigga, I run a mile all the time. I run two miles damn near every day. I, I think maybe they were saying that I couldn't run a mile. Oh, but I mean, what's so hard about it? It's just run. I mean, I ran the mile at track. Like that's my thing. I used to run a mile back in high school. I had decent time? times. What was your time? I can run in like. Six. Six and some change. Six and some change. That's what's up. My personal record is four minutes and 52 seconds. But, hey, who who's counting? Where, where is it? I need it on record. Because if it ain't no receipts, it don't exist, right? 100%. I'm in the books, my nigga. Where? At Cody and Cass. Come on, man. First of all, Cody ain't never had no books. <laughs> <laughs> it's never had no books hey, in man, that I place. I was in the cities, my nigga. The records is there. My name is there. I Google it. Show me. All right, man. Prove me wrong. You prove me. Prove that you can walk on a fucking tightrope. I, I just. Nigga, I, I don't know if you can pass a, a the breathalyzer when the police tell you to walk in a straight line. I'm not even sure if you can do that right now. Let alone Jason. a top. Nigga, you might I am not be. A, I am offended. You might not be I'm able offended. to walk on this table. <laughs> I will drop an elbow on this table. Uh, all right. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Julian Ver. I mean. uh uh, Virgin uh, Cheyenne, and we'll find out. Okay, you know what I'm saying Cheyenne can be my valet down to the ring. Mm. So uh, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a spectacle, my nigga. And me and Virg's gonna wrestle. I hope he's training. I hope he's in shape. I hope he's in shape. Yeah, I think we should probably put this shit together for real. Put on a whole match. A whole version's in shape. And re- like, and no, I'm, I'm. What you gonna do? I'm dead ass. I'm talking about shoot promo for it, promo videos, the whole. Cause you know we own this relationship. Like we should shoot whole promos. You're giving away too much sauce. You're giving away too much sauce. Verge, I just hope you're in shape, my nigga. 
I hope you're in shape. Yo, this would be lit. Don't bring the baby to the event because I'm going to embarrass you, brother. <laughs> the fuck you going to do when the conquistador runs wild on you? So listen. I'm ready, nigga. I'm ready. I'm going to be juiced up on Matt Mountain doing cocaine. I'm ready. Cocaine. All right, dog. Red Bull and heroin. I'm ready. Cushion orange juice. I'm ready. That's the only one that, <laughs> that sounds, <laughs> that sounds enticing. It's the KO, the cushion orange juice, man. Uh, so what are you gonna do, brother? All right, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga may be on some cushion orange juice right now. Actually, who the fuck knows? Um, so listen, uh, yo, this week it was uh, it was a bunch of mass shootings. We use that. You think we using that word incorrectly? I do. Like, because well, when we say mass shootings, like I think of something very specific. And I think what the media or what been put in different headlines is say mass shootings. Like two niggas got shot and they like, yo, it's been a mass shooting. And I was like. Because by def- by definition, it is a, if it's more than one person, by definition, it is mass shooting. Now, it gives a different connotation for how it's like played out in the media. Because when you hear the word mass shooting, you hear you think that it's going to be 10, 12. You know, you think it's going to be multiple bodies. Well, somebody does something in mass. Ain't you expected more than two times? <laughs> like, like, I think I hit a massive amount of times. Two? <laughs> two times is that or, or or they would describe it that he got knocked out in a single shot yeah or you know anywho i mean it don't it don't make it any better that people are like dying you know what i'm saying from all types of shit but uh it's, it's just not gonna stop unfortunately it's just not gonna stop so people have asked me like they've heard my stance on what i don't what i don't think should happen but don't know what I think should happen outside of like the the school shit. Like, what you think will stop people f- from doing the danger dastardly stuff that they're doing, dog? If they knew more people were strapped to fuck up, they go to places where they, they these are calculated hits. They go to places where people are weak. Well, with, well so let me rephrase that question. Let me um, focus in on that question. Not necessarily just quote-unquote mass shootings i'm talking about the multiple shootings of gun deaths and gun violence that happens over and over again uh what do you do you think there's anything that can be done like to stop people from doing that no so many guns out here i mean if you want to get a gun they're they're very accessible like nothing's going to stop you know guns moving from hand to hand like i I think we're beyond that point Mm. We're beyond that point. It's more guns than people. We are. We're well beyond that threshold. Um, I heard Joe Biden um, say last week that he think no one has a, a viable reason to have a nine millimeter round that high capacity magazine and the nine millimeter round. It blows out lungs and no one should be able to have that round. I disagree wholeheartedly with with President Biden. And that's a handgun round. Yeah. If somebody is breaking into my house and I'm supposed to protect my home, I want to be able to not stop them. I want to be able to put them down. Well, let's talk about that. There was a situation that happened this week here in Detroit where um, a gentleman was at home and at 430 in the morning, there was banging on his door. And he went to the rain camera like, you know, he was asking for somebody like, no, you got the wrong house. Like, you got to go. 
and um, I guess he went around to the back, was banging and bust out a window and shit. My man called the police. Then my man went, you know, around to his car or some shit. So the homeowner went outside to tell him, like, dog, you got to get the fuck on. And he says when he got outside, the dude went for a weapon. So he shot him and he killed him. Um, I'm fine with that. And he went to jail. He got arrested. You know what I'm saying? And they got the story on Fox 2 News and a bunch of other different shit. And, he, you know, he was talking. Like, yo, I did what I had to do. It was him against me. He shouldn't be talking this much. But yeah. he wanted to He wanted to meet. He feels me. that he's right within his rights. Yeah. So, like, in Michigan, we got two things at work. We got the Castle Doctrine, and we also have Stand Your Ground. Because Michigan is a Stand Your Ground state. Absolutely. Where you have no duty to retreat once a, a, a altercation starts. Now, on some Castle Doctrine shit, like, you can't shoot a nigga because he messing with your house. Now, if he's in your house... That's, That's different. a little different. But because somebody outside your house trying to get in, you can't just shoot a nigga. You right. know what I'm saying? Especially also, if they fucking with your car also. You can't just go and shoot outside and stand your ground don't count because it's a nigga outside fucking your car up. You know what I'm saying? However, this is my personal opinion. Once you go outside, because nothing against the law saying you can't go outside and talk stern to somebody. When a nigga goes for a gun, Think about this. I'm a law-abiding citizen, a homeowner in the city of Detroit. A person with a gun comes to my house at 4.30 in the morning, banging on my door and busts a window. I don't have the right to protect myself? You should absolutely have a right to protect yourself. Like, who are you? Like, we but how? I don't have the right to protect myself and or my family? Not even with a nine millimeter, <clears throat> the most popular hand gun round in the country, the AR-15 that everybody keep talking about. It's the most popular rifle in the country. There's a whole nother law that said when you ban this shit, you can't ban what everybody has. I came from that's something totally different, but like, I don't understand. Cause like it's it's just a good talking point. It's a good sound bite. It gets people who are not heavily educated about weaponry excited. Like what, it, it gives it gives people something to get excited for. Like what do you suppose to do when you live in Detroit, who has notorious slow response time? Right. I say you don't got no gun. You at home. It's four thirty in the morning. A complete stranger is banging at your door trying to get in. It's not like a hypothetical situation. This shit happened here this week, like three days ago. I don't I don't know what the reaction is. Like, I can't see myself barricading myself in the house and just hoping that he don't breach the front door. Like, I, I don't know. When you got seconds to make a decision and police is minutes away, what you supposed to do? Like I need the I need the right to protect myself and my family, right? Yeah. Now, Kim Worthy, fat ass, still the prosecutor. Uh, she is still the prosecutor. Okay. She's only been ran against one time. The reason that she been the prosecutor so long, no one ran against her. One woman ran against her. Um, she was in here on the the twins pod. Um, and she had my full support. Um, but they did something shady. 
and um, she didn't win. And then she went to she got another gig in a different law office. Anywho, uh, I don't know the answer that everybody asking me. Well, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you the honest answer. Is one there's only one answer. The only way that you can stop criminals from shooting and murdering and killing is if you rounded up all the guns in the country and no one had them anymore. That's the only way. That's impossible. It's an impossible task. And then why would I just give up my gun? I'm not. I'm not just giving it up. I don't know the answer. Um, well, the answer is you just can't legislate what a what a what a criminal gonna do. Another reason why I be I be really strong on my stance is they you know they want to do the assault weapons ban and all that shit. We did that shit from nineteen ninety four to two thousand and four. Can we make more death penalty? I feel like niggas are still afraid to die. No, the death penalty had zero impact on whether people did crimes or not. We've already seen it. Like in this country from 1994 to 2004, there was an assault rifle ban and there was a high capacity magazine ban. That was a thing in this country for 10 years. And it had zero impact on any of the murders. Any of, It had zero impact. Now, this is not me giving my opinion. You can look at the FBI crime statistics. In 1994, there was a 10-year ban on, quote-unquote, assault rifles. Guess what happened in between that time frame? Columbine. During the assault rifle ban. And they did not use assault rifles. Like, we've already did the experiment and found out it didn't work. Like, in this country, while we've been alive. I was in, in 94, I was what, in the seventh grade? Yeah. For 10 years through 2004. In 2004, I was like I, 22. Even though it doesn't work, people just want something. They just want something to to hold on to or make it tangible for them. There's no way to stop niggas and, niggas and guns. So, did you know that this is going to sound really fucked up? That most of the gun violence deaths in this country are in centralized areas where black people live at that are low um, in income and poverty, high in poverty, low in income. It makes sense to me. Like it's a, it's a very specific area where the gun violence happens. So when they be like, well, how do we get this to stop? Well, how about we ask what the fuck is going on? That's making niggas so violent in this particular area. Why, where is the violence coming from? Is it poverty, lack of resources, bunch of niggas piled up on top of each other. It's a, it's a, a myriad of things. Yeah. So maybe the answer to fix it isn't like a direct thing where, you know, this particular law is this. But like if certain cities ram is certain city like the art of murders in Michigan, most of them gun violence happens in Detroit, Flint, Grand Rapids. Violence follows poverty. <laughs> like real. It real violence life. follows poverty. It's across a, it's a very simple equation. Across the country and across the world. Violence, poverty. So, like, if we really want to adjust violence, make not stop it because you it's impossible to stop it. Why don't we try to get to the root cause of it? I know that's not a, like an immediate fix, but but you can't eliminate poverty. 
It's, it's a theory. I don't think you can eliminate poverty. You just create a new level of poverty. Yeah, you can't eliminate poverty in a in a in an open market because someone's gonna have more. Yeah, gonna have less. It's unless you want to go into everybody got the exact same thing and you like in this policed state where that's not gonna work neither. Because why would I give up what I have? Yeah, to be to be in poverty. Yeah. I don't know, man. I wish people didn't commit crimes. I, I really wish I could live in peace. So it's just a fantasy world. That's all. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, I don't know if I mentioned that last week that like Canada wanted to get rid of like handguns and shit. Right. I remember you talking about that. Um, like, so people in Canada are pretty frustrated right now. Right. Because of the pandemic. They still in parts of their country still in lockdown have like really tough restrictions. Uh, I watch a lot of YouTube creators from Canada um, because they be into cameras and and videos and guns. By the way, <laughs> some of the gun channels that I that I follow on YouTube they are from Canada. Um, so they've been frustrated. Some of the creators they've you know when they was because because their country was in lockdown they went to New Zealand they went to they they work remote uh, and. Remember when the the Canadian folks sat on the ambassador bridge and the and the and they semi trucks or whatever like yeah. standing up to their government, stand up to their parliament because they were unhappy about how things were done. They want to take handguns away from the people as well. And then last, what was that Thursday? A couple of days ago, I was watching a video on um, YouTube, and one of the creators was talking about you know there's a there's a a law in Canada um, for television and film is like CRTV, like something about they have some uh, uh, a department that handles all television, CRTVs, television, radio, and film, some shit, right? And they don't think that you have to be Canada enough. They don't think some people content is Canada enough, and if your content is not Canada enough, they not putting it out. So they have So they just have standards. No, 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 no. So now they've um enacted this bill C eleven. It was a C ten bill, and this bill C eleven um now are con- doing all our streamings, right? So now they reached out to YouTube and everything and it says if this video doesn't represent Canada in the right way, you can't put this video in front of people. So like Everybody on the in the internet or on YouTube, like the viewers that you get, the more likes and more engagement it gets in front of different people. Right. You gotta fill out forms to prove that this content is Canadian enough. You gotta because they want How can you regulate YouTube in that in that type of way? And now people are saying, like, well, wait a minute, this is how I make a living. And guess what? Most of my customers and most of my um sponsorships and shit come from America because one Canada population wise like a tenth of them like there are more people Canada is physically bigger where yeah physically bigger but like more people so they're like well now my YouTube revenue is gonna go down and this is how how I sustain this business this is how I uh pay my employees and stuff like that and once the American company for insert camera brand Canon or insert disc like 
I'm not about to pay you money and you your country will only allow your video to be shown to Canadians if it's Canadian enough. I bring this up to say this. That's how propaganda starts. That's how North Korea be like, where they don't really see what's really going on in the real world. I only, I'm only going to allow you to see something that's approved by the government in this country by other Canadians. I'm a limited content. I'm a limit content from outside of outside of the country. And they making YouTube do that. If you want to do business in the country. So YouTube go, all right, my nigga. So, all right, well, if this not Canadian enough, we're not going to put this video in front of this person, this person, this person, and all the videos. I just content. feel like that's wrong. But y'all want to move to Canada. But slowly and surely, we make, did you know if you quote unquote misgender somebody, even by accident in Canada? You go to jail. You, you go to jail. Yeah. And like, I want y'all to move to Canada. Because every like I want to go, you want to go to Africa or go to Canada, get the fuck away from America. Because that shit is wild. Now you're affecting people's commerce. Now you're controlling what can go out to the internet and and what cannot. Because like we do have freedoms here in this country, freedom of speech, right? That's but it just thing. does it just control what gets broadcasted in Canada or any YouTube stream broadcast in Canada as well as. They just won't. So how YouTube algorithms work, if the video lacks engagement, then we're going to stop putting it in front of people. So if we stop putting it in front of people and most of your people is from America, they're just going to stop saying see, it. I'm not going to see you on my timeline no more, or I'm not going to see you there anymore, which is going to severely hurt your, your CPM and all that other stuff. It's like, like, why would you do that? And you got to fill out a form for all your content and saying this is what it's about. And I don't know. Do you like, how do you determine what's Canadian enough? Do what you want to put some maple syrup in the video? Like whatever their standards and procedures are, I guess you got to hit more than less than them. I, I don't know that. I, I just don't see how some shit like that would even be able to fly though. But then, they, but they don't have what you going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, we don't like it. All right. Well, what you going to do? <laughs> what you gonna shoot me? <laughs> you ain't no good. <laughs> like I didn't. I'm taking your gun. Like so. Uh, somebody had tweeted something. They said, uh, "America is arming the Ukraine with guns because they are our allies." America has been trying to disarm Russia for years because. They are enemies. In totally unrelated news, America is also trying to disarm <laughs> its citizens. Hmm. It no, you just can't. I, I don't. I, they they just can't. That's it. Uh, the people got to. We just got to fight back. We got to stop being pussy. That's wild. Can you imagine, like? So I know this about to be <laughs> a little bit of hyperbole, but I read a book called How You Kill 7 Million People. A lot of truth is more important than you think. And the book was about like the Holocaust 
and like how the whole concentration camps, the ovens, the whole nine yard, like how did we even allow that to happen? Because when you look at the end result of it, it looks fucking wild. Like you mean to tell me another human being will put another human like it was a whole infrastructure. Yeah. And it goes through first propaganda. I need to we need to separate these two people. And one, we need to look at this other group as like less than human. You know what I'm saying? Like these not regular people. They less than human. So we'll do that through media uh, at the time, through radio, uh, through print and propaganda. Yo, this is this and this is this and this is this. And every time it happens, it's never going to seem like, yo, this is outright wrong. So I was going to be a little gray line. Like, I get what you're saying, but what if it's really for the good, right? And then slowly but surely, you got to a point. Like, how did you even get people to get on the train to go to these camps? So in the book, they were saying, like, nigga, they thought they was going somewhere else. Like, <laughs> we wouldn't be like, yo, they thought it was going to, like, new condos, and for lack of a better term. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like A better living. And they herded them into the concentration camps that way. Yeah. like it, But on paper... It looks unassuming. It looks like it makes sense. And like some people who be fever, like, I get why it would look like, yo, why insert person here is so against this thing? Because it'd be that slippery slope thing. And if you think that everybody has it's a diabolical thing, thought process behind that whole shit. Yeah. I don't have, I don't think the best case scenario. I, I unfortunately or fortunately, I think worst case scenario. And I don't think sometimes. Like, when have our government ever had our best intentions in at heart? Like, in real life. We went through COVID. We went through all this. Like, when have they had our best intentions at heart? But I think that best intentions I also think is an opinion, not a, not a fact. It's an opinion. What do I see as best for the greater good, in my opinion? That's, that's really what it is. I don't know. Yes. Yes. But I don't know. I think some things can be a fact. I think it can be a fact that we should have never entered Vietnam. Cause that wasn't, we lost that war. So why keep, keep fighting it? Why was, I mean, why did we fight a 20 year war in desert storm or from nine 11? Like for resources, for natural resources. That's why we fought both wars, yeah, but not for the best interest of the country. Or not for humans, but like that's our best interest in remaining a financial powerhouse. So I guess best interest means best interest for the government, not best interest for the best people. fiscal interest for the government. Yeah, not best interest for the people. No, but isn't isn't the best fiscal interest no. the best fiscal? Isn't that the best idea for the people? I don't think they're one of the same. They could be sold that way. 100%. They have always been sold that way. Shit. Slavery was in the best interest of the country. Free labor. It built the fucking country. Yeah. For a long fucking time. 400 years. It established an, an infrastructure. That was the Damn, best interest man. of the country. Right? Yeah. Wasn't like, <laughs> but it wasn't in the bar best interest. I, 
I, I, I feel where you're going with it. I, I think that people, technology, our thought process is too far advanced to hurt people in that same in that same regard. You think so? I do. I do not. Um, you you give people now people now pe- I mean the the internet social media has has exposed who the sheep are. And it's it's all it's a lot of y'all. It's most of us. It's most of us. Yeah. Shit, I could be depending on the topic. You can run me in there too. Like we. Damn man, I ain't think I ain't think of it to that extent, but I I see your point exactly. Um, I don't know, dog. It's interesting that like I don't know what's I don't know what's the like I I'm not even mad at people though. Because when you get bombarded every day, you know, it's another mass shooting. You know, another How do you fight back from that other than disconnecting from it? Yeah. And then that's 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 the same shit as like boycotting the gas prices. Like it's too it's too many resources to get it's it's too many people to get them collectively all on the same page and get them to, to disconnect. I just feel like you have you ever took like a disconnect from your social media, just took like a complete break. Uh, logged out of it, removed it from your phone, just a break. Um, I don't think so, but I'm not on it as much as I used to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just don't be on that as much as I used to be. Somebody hit me up yesterday. It was like, I ain't seen you post in a while. Checking on you. I appreciate it. That's how we keep up with each other but now. I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? That's how we keep up with each other through post. To let each to let people know that you active, that you're still alive, is through your post. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really be on it as much as I as I used to be. That's crazy that your post is your footprint. I think about that shit all the time. Like it was a, a a gentleman who passed away last week. Um, and by the time I start seeing rest in peace to him, his post was only like ten hours ten hours old. He was hanging out that's the, the Saturday night before, and on Sunday, people he was saying gone. RIP to him. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's some. So then, of course, niggas go to your last post or your last, you know what I'm saying? Like, I did that when I heard Trouble Pat was killed. That's what I did. You go right to that last post. And, like, what you want your last post to be? You want your last, you know what I'm saying? I know that sounds real, yeah. but I think about that when I post something onto my actual Instagram feed. Like, yo, if this the last post, does this need to be the last post? We don't think Fuck like bitches, that. nigga, get money. We don't like, think really? Like you know what I wanted to bring up with that trouble situation? That's something we've talked about before. Like, you know, women masking, well, maybe not necessarily that situation, but he was killed by possibly a jilted ex-lover yeah. from from a woman that he was now, you know, spending you what, time uh, with. It's dangerous being at a woman's house. Yeah, it is. It, in real life, it's 100% dangerous being at a woman's house. Because people always just talk about it on the flip side, like a woman being at a man's house. But, like, I don't know what she's telling some other nigga. And I don't know. And it could be totally innocent on her side. I don't know what niggas be on. Yeah. I don't know if niggas is riding by your house. You know what I'm saying? Nigga then came to the door before while I was there. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember that. Like, it's a dangerous place to be. Sitting in your car is a horrible idea. Don't sit in your car and smoke. 
niggas be getting shot in their car all the fucking time. Insert rapper here, insert son in his car. It's like I'm not trying you, to do it. You can't really retreat in your car. Unless that motherfucker bulletproof. Yeah, there's there's no really because re- by time you're sitting you, duck. Yeah, and by time you see the situation, it's too late. You gotta to open a car and run. Like it's 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 nothing you can do. You in the spot. I only gotta aim one at one spot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's dangerous, but being over a woman's house, dangerous as fuck. Uh, niggas be on. <laughs> niggas be crazy, dog. Yeah. It's it's not even enough that people because everybody be crazy, but men be crazy and violent. The one thing that we ain't been talking about, the one hundred percent same thing about all these mass shooting is they men. A woman ain't went and shot nothing up. Every one of them, whether they a white man, maybe some of them Middle Eastern or uh, Mexican. They all men. All men. A, a woman has not shot a fucking school up. Now, why the fuck is that? It's got to be something DNA wise. Men, we are violent, and we are pumped violence through everything we do. It's got to be. It's got to be chromosome DNA. Just how we hardwired. It's got to be. Something's wrong, though. I wonder what's triggering that violence, though. I mean, on some primordial shit like we the hunter gatherer, the the violent. But but I also club, think but, I also think like I don't want to sound like that nigga, but like the shit that we listen to and ingest is triggering something in us. So I one hundred percent. So for an example, I told you I watch some some gun YouTube pages um, and follow some gun influencers from Canada too. Like there are guns in Canada, my nigga. Yeah. Kids are not shooting up the schools. People are not shooting up grocery stores. But nigga, you start mixing you go guns. Atta- in, 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 in Italy, they're not shooting up shit. Like, it's guns in Italy. No, but over here, you start mixing guns with sugary drinks, uh, fucking the crazy ass diet that we eat, the, the shit that we list. Niggas talking about killing. The shit that we watch on TV be hella violent. People are brash and and loud and confrontational. That shit, that shit is just like night. It's it's just adding fuel. It's adding jet fuel to a fucking fire. Yeah, I give you. I am like, <laughs> I desensitize you to violence because you've been killing people on your video games for eighteen hours a day since you was a child. The blood, the gore, the everything. Man, I play Call of Duty on my phone. Can't get away from it. Shooting. It's my favorite game on my phone. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot people. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Right. And then is ultra violent, ultra bloody, deadly. Everything's over sexualized. Um, we probably sleep sleep deprived. Um, loaded with trauma that we never get released, whether it be talk therapy, physical. Therapy, massage, whatever. We load it with trauma, load it with sugar, and then load it with music that's really fucked up. Even the foods that we eat in fast food restaurants are different from other countries. Like yeah. other countries won't even allow some of the chemicals that we put in our food. Yeah, we talked about that last to week. To be in there. Like, I think the reason that we having so much stuff is because we in a powder keg of the worst thing possible. And then 
the social media aspect of it. You We're know overstimulated. And then I was talking to someone last night um, about like, I think we're in a society right now where you can't do anything wrong and every form of mental illness is celebrated and affirmed versus, hey, let's probably, let's talk this out. Let's try to get you some help. Like everything that you can possibly do is right and nothing is wrong. The most perverse things in the world, well, we got to let them express themselves. No, something wrong here. Like you think you a fucking alley cat. Like you shave your teeth down. You got like tattoos over that, your face. But that's the mental illness. Yeah, I'm saying, and everything is affirmed. So we in a situation where I think, this is just my opinion, like when you look around, everybody can do whatever the fuck they want to do at any time. And it's going to be a group of people that's going to support them and say, no, they all right doing that. Of course, you're going to have some opposition. But like, it's just a perfect powder keg of irresponsibility, no accountability, Mixed with mental health, anxiety, stress, sugar, violence, hypersexuality, and free time. And access to weapons. And access and access to weapons. And they be like, I don't see how this shit keep happening. What? All of it. And extreme poverty. But where where and how do you punch the button and start to reverse some of that behavior? Oh. Million dollar question. You can't. That's the, we, we're just too far gone. And it's just going to get worse until eventually it'll implode. Maybe you do like Canada do. Yo, this shit ain't Canadian enough. <laughs> no, this shit too violent. It's very restrictive. It may, you're, not, you're not living in a... Like, it's very restrictive after we've taken the restrictions off of everything. What's something that you don't, you don't think you can live without? If they took this particular freedom from you, you'd be ready to, to take up arms. To move around freely. Now, if they said, I can guarantee there'd be never another mass shooting in this country. All children be safe in schools and everything. However, you just can't move around freely. Would you take that as an option? No. No, I don't think that's a fair option. Because then they're going to tell you what times you can leave your house, what places you can go to. The only way I can ensure your safety, I can ensure your safety and no one's going to be shooting because I can control who's able to be here, who's able to be there. So I was taking. This is, Thursday is your day to go to Target between 2.30 and 5.30. And if you don't get everything that you need during that during that third Thursday of every month, you don't get to go back to the next Thursday, next third Thursday. No, man, you can't do people like that. But like, so I was, uh, I did some senior photos this week, uh, for Vanessa, uh, son. So I took, went up to, he graduated from, uh, Plymouth high school. Okay. He out of school now, his graduation this weekend or something like that, but took some photos on canvas. So when I pulled up, he was in the car. I'm like, you know what? When I get out the car, I'm gonna move real slow deliberately put my camera equipment on my car. You know what I'm saying? So, cause it's security cars in a parking lot and shit like that. So you can, cause like I'm an adult. I shouldn't be on a, <laughs> a high school campus, but he out, he got his cap and gown on. Like, right. I think you should recognize that 
we're about and I got my long lens on there, you know what I'm saying, and got you know flashes and shit like that. So I'm like, all right, bet I'm doing this, and I even tell them like, look, I'm doing this on purpose. I want them to see me here, so they can know I'm not a threat. Then she pulled up as we was walking towards. She was like, hey, what y'all doing? Like, hey, about to take some shit photos, whatever. Apparently, thirty minutes before that, a parent got in the school and was running through the school screaming and some shit. I don't know what the fuck was going on. He he texted a couple people and said a parent got in the school and was running through the school. That's and crazy. Put, and they put the school on lockdown for a few moments. Okay. So that happened like right before I, before we got there and shit. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck is a coincidence? So I'm like, well, I'm glad I was, you know, being very vigilant. deliberate. Yeah. Because uh, he asked like, what well, did something happen? And the, 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 the lady, she kind of shook her head like something always happening. I'm like, now, if you could just guarantee like, yo, Nothing is never gonna happen. All the kids. You can't. You safe. you can't guarantee that. There's nothing you can do to guarantee that, man. I mean, only thing you can guarantee is in. Have you ever read the book 1984 by George Orwell? This Orwellian future that people refer to. It's not possible. It's not possible. We too far gone. It's not possible. Listen, man. I don't go out my way to hurt nobody. I don't commit crimes. Other than maybe speeding or some shit like that, um, wire fraud. Not even that. Like, I just don't. I'm just a law-abiding citizen, and I wish everybody was. I I don't know how to make people do that though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I don't. Maybe it should be incentivized differently. Let's break that down. I mean, so you know how? Like, uh, I forget what country it is. It has a a social credit score. Yeah, China. Yeah. We have one here in America. Uh, China's social credit score, that's not a good thing. We'll tweak it and make it good here. And then there'll be some incentives if your social credit score is high enough. Now you get 30% off of your rent for the next two years. Because you was nice. To yeah. Incentivize it. I mean, I- That's how you change behavior. Let it affect the money. So now we got a bunch of people being nice, nasty, and fake nice for the money. I like the idea, though. I mean, the incentive, like to be cur- currency. That, that's, that's what runs. That's train, what, a, train a dog is with positive reinforcement. So I mean, it's the same. It's worth a shot. One hundred percent. It's worth a shot. So, so you think that. Like we can like uh, try to adjust this or address this just with how we raise children. No, no, because the way that we raise children is also like hugely culturally based also. Mm-hmm. And certain cultures just believe certain in certain things. I don't know. Changing the culture. I don't know. I, I, I think that's impossible also. So how do you change the culture if you won't change the culture? The only other thing I could think of is like what I already came up with, just to incentivize. I don't think that raising children and then raising children differently, if if that is a theory that you can enact in some type of way, you're not going to see real results for 20, 30 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't get here overnight either. Some of this shit took 30 years to get to. And it just seemed like a pipe dream. That's all. It just seemed unrealistic and like a pipe dream. 
So we don't never raise our children differently. Then it don't matter what we do. This shit gonna get worse and worse. That's. I think that might be part of the answer. I don't think that's gonna be enough to really enact change anytime within the next any real change. Like I said before, thirty thirty years or so. We clearly we just need eighteen years. Because these eighteen year olds is fucking wilding. But it'll be those eighteen year olds and who are raised by people that be in your age. Like this our generation of kids, like parents who my age got eighteen year olds. Right. And now those eighteen year olds are about to start raising their generation of children. They're already starting to. What I'm saying is how we said insert generation before us dropped the ball and gave us whatever, whatever. This shit on us. I agree. And yo, the 18 year old, like all my friends, a lot of my friends got kids going to graduation last year, this year, next year. You know what I'm saying? Like this us. And And we claim, oh, I was born in the 80s. And you know, when we was the last of this and the last of this, fuck did you do with that? Nothing. But hopefully (laughs) these kids just ain't too fucked up. Maybe we just, maybe just the, I would like to think these children, like people our age feel like they were raised a certain way and want their children to be raised better than that way. And I think maybe there's enough of us. I want my children to be raised better than me. You want to give your children, you want to give your children the best. You just do. You in, you're inherently going to want to do it once you have kids. And the best may be better than now that you have different resources and different me. Nigga, you grew up off Joy Road. If you had a baby this year, that baby would grow up in the suburbs of Detroit. Yeah, but that's already better school district, better opportunities. Well, in 1982, Joy Road didn't look like what Joy Road looked like right now. Like it was it was different and it got progressively worse, but it didn't look like. But now but now you're giving them a better starting point. What's better? Like when people say, so what I think what happens better school say, district, better better access to resources. Your neighborhood that you live in now is better than the neighborhood that you grew up in. It's not. I looked at the school ratings for for the for in, in my city. That shit bad. <laughs> it may not. You probably ain't gonna get shot it's, up. It's better than and and that's a benefit. It's better than Detroit. That's a benefit. I mean, hey, Detroit schools ain't getting shot up. No, they're not. But the, like, but the the quality level of education and resources is good. Now, is, what's different is if I can't get a chance to teach because the kids are so fucking bad and disruptive and hyped up on sugar, that's going to impact. We don't got I don't think the city of Detroit got bad teachers. These motherfuckers are smart. They know how to teach. They hold down yards. But if it's fights constantly in the school, you put them in front of little zombies is basically what you're saying. Okay. Like when the whole class is disciplinary actions, like, hey, chill out, getting the, the teacher in, let me get the, the school resource counselor and let me get this. Like, I don't think that the, the, the actual teaching is the problem. It's like, are y'all going to actually pay attention? Like, so the schools that I went to, all of them, it was motherfuckers doing that bitch that was smart as shit and in the same room with nigga who ain't did a goddamn thing. Like, we in the exact same class, 
This motherfucker went to Florida A and M. But you, you, you went to WC three. Y'all was in the exact same class, exact same guidance counselor, whole nine yard. Like I can't control what you specifically do in the classroom. If it's a nigga sitting at the exact same table, getting the exact same lesson plan from the exact same book, and do better with it. Like how do you even like you know what I'm saying? Like how how is that? And I don't think it's the teaching. That's some that's some individual. Home training, how that child was raised, it could have a, a a a very difficult living situation, which makes it difficult for them to pay attention in class or whatever the situation. Poverty uh, again, poverty bring yeah. brings all of that on. Yeah, but be just because you go to a different school district, if you still poverty, you still poverty. Like if you if you if you but, could go to a school district, but if you're going to that school district and you're living in it, like the median income, like you're bound to have a better opportunity. That's just my opinion. Yeah, but it's not backed up with like so. It's a lot of kids who go to Southfield Public Schools who don't live in Southfield. It's you know what I'm saying. I use the address and I go to this school. You get dropped off every day, but you you and that bitch scrapping. <laughs> You in fucking, uh, what's the shit in Farmington High acting a goddamn fool. I feel you. But when I'm talking about raising, I'm talking about the morals and the the character that's built in somebody, not your school. Because you, uh, your parent ain't raising you at school. The school raising you at that point. But like, we were like, I wanna, I want, I want to raise my kids better than I was. Well, what was wrong with the way you was raised? And then sometimes we overcompensate because we want our kids to have better than what we had. Better what though? A better experience, a better lifestyle. You don't, you know what it's like not to have the shoes or the clothes that you want, and you don't want that for your child. But you want them to have everything that they want. I don't want my kid to have everything that they want. I want them to have everything they need. Everything. If you gave me everything I want, you are ruin me because I want some crazy shit. I want some shit that's not good for me. I do not want my kid to have everything that they want. You want your children to live above average. You What's want the average. So if average, if average, average nigga in Bloom South in Bloomington, uh, in West Bloomfield, got a fresh pair of J's every month, that's average. You want him to be above that. I can't. My son had two. How does that help him develop his character as a person? Like, I, so when I say what me what better is, I think people attach a monetary value and say, "I got a oh, absolutely yeah, they, they absolutely do, yeah. and that's not raising. No, but it also affects the quality of your of your lifestyle by having access to more funds. You can eat different foods, you can live in different places, you can drink different water, you can have access to different resources because of what money what money allows. But how was you raised, though? Like, how did you how did your father talk to your mother? Was it two people in your home? Did they, how did they treat strangers on the street or bums on the street or whatever? Like, how are you raised? I get the financial shit. It's a bunch of rich niggas who piece of shit people. Right. The finance ain't what. Like, so anybody insert whatever the most Rochester Hills, when they have a child, they like, I want to be raised. I want my children to be raised better than I. For everybody that want their children to be raised better than what they are, why the fuck we can't get worse year after year? Because we lose something else in that process. Now I can afford to be less, now I can afford not to be as hands-on as a parent because I got access to other resources. 
And that's unfortunate. So I don't have to be as hands-on as a father. That's unfortunate, man. Because this society has attached a monetary value to having a good lifestyle. So insert insert athlete, superstar, movie star, whoever. They get divorced. They get split with their child, parent. They say, well, we need to give you $70,000 a month to raise this, the, the child mother to raise this because they got to live in the exact same circumstances that you living in. As if to say, if they got less than that, then they would not have a good childhood. Meanwhile, that particular amount of money, probably 10 times higher than the median income in the whole county that you live in. So you mean to tell me everybody else who don't get $70,000 a month, they not being raised right? They not having a good childhood? You know what I'm saying? Like we placed a, well, since I gave you more money, your childhood going to be better. That's It's not a correlation. I don't think there's a correlation. You have access to more. You have access to more, Jason. And sometimes having that access does make shit better for you. Like but you what? can't act dense about that. You can't act dense about you having the. I got access to more money so I can put my kids in the best private schools. Okay. They can so have the best tutors. What do you do as a parent to instill values in your child? We're not talking about maintaining a child. We're talking about raising one. Putting food on the table is maintaining a person. That's not raising somebody. So now I don't have to go to work for 80 hours a fucking week because I have more resources. I can be at home with my children and be more hands on. I can pick them up from school. I can take them to activities. I can raise them because I don't have to worry about bills now. So access to funds in Michigan. Everybody worry about fucking bills. This this magical place where don't nobody go to work and just pour into it. And she don't exist in real life. The, the executive that get the big bucks at Ford GM Chrysler, them niggas at work. You don't, you don't, you don't get to the point where I'm making in the high six figures and not go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I got resources. What I'm just saying on a regular level, not an extreme example. I be wondering, cause it's not, it's not, a, it's not a one for one thing. Like oh, I made more money than I made. I made, I make more money now than my parents made when I was growing up. Does that mean that my life is better? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But does it mean that though? Like, cause you said sometimes it don't there's, mean there, there's I'm there's no money. definite defining line, Jason. No, there's not. But it's it's just a theory that that it could be right. So the whole thing this thing started is when he was like, oh, I want I want to be raised. I want to raise my kids better than I raised. Like, what does that? I be I'm trying to figure out when people say raise, what do they what are they talking about? Are they talking about things? Yeah. Or are they talking about? All right. So when I think about raising children, I don't think about things. I, I don't. When when I look at my experience of being raised, I think about family vacations, time spent together, like, yeah. you know, things that I did with my parents and my family. That's that's what raised me. Time with my grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, just just that that level of intermingling. More finances would have just gave us more. You know, bigger experiences to do those things. You you felt that your parents loved you more. No, no, I would. Grandfather loved you more. You would thought like the the the, the, the values love, that you saw. I would or, like to think that the love would would still feel the same. So how does add or, more or, may, or maybe if my right? parents don't have the stress of bills, they're ha- they're just happier people. Ninety nine percent of the fucking country has the stress of bills, my nigga. 
it's just a this is it's just a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, Maybe if our bills were less and we made more. I don't know. Well, we see that happen through the pandemic. When everybody had access to unlimited funds, what'd they do with it? They ran through Here it. locally, what did they do with it? They ran through it. They bought up jewelry, crab legs, hibachi, bunch of high-end clothes you can't pronounce and it's too small for your body. Man, we got we attach everything to money, a monetary value to to everything. It ain't working. When people make more money now than they did in the past, every year the grades get worse and worse. Violence go up and up. I don't know what makes it work, man. I don't. I don't have that answer. The only thing I can think of is money, but money just buys stuff. Man, a guy came into the job this week. He's a um, former city official for Oakland County. Um, he was really high up there, and uh, he was just all—he was just so real zen. And like, I'll, I'll, I'll take take as long as you want, guys. And I, only thing that matters in life is family. And um, what he said, only thing that matters is family and what was the other word? He, uh, mental health or some shit like that. He was just so fucking relaxed. I'm like, well, nigga, you probably fucking rich. I mean, but I'm telling you guys, only thing that matters and after a while, because he, he was in the store for a while, you know what I'm saying? It's like, at the end of the day, what the fuck else matters? Oh, he said health and family. It's the only things that fucking matters. That's, that's so correct. So when you talk about raising, and like I want to raise my child better than I am, like I'm probably going to focus on health and family. You know what I'm saying? Start them off so they in good health and stay in good health and just spend time with their family. And what I meant by do you think... But now with more money, I can spend more time with my family and I have access to the best doctors. That's not true, though. It could be. The more money you make... You specifically, the more money you make, is it is it less that you work? No. That's not usually how it works. You know what I'm saying? I work less and make more. That's usually I make more because I work more. Or I have a different level. I, my job. I mean, I'm reaching. I, I guess I don't I don't <laughs> I don't have I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. It just sounds good. It do. Well, so what I'm getting back to is the point where how we kind of address this, I think everybody just need to tap in with their family, work on their health and work on their family. And then like that little kid that ran in the, in the, in, in Uvalde, Texas, mm-hmm. who living with his grandparents, who mom started, was talking a couple of days later in the press. Y'all, I, I, I kind of like, maybe if the nigga felt somebody dropped the ball with him, you know what I'm saying? All that crazy shit was doing online. Like, damn, ain't nobody watching them. Don't nobody love that little nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody saw this shit coming. Like, how, how you not tapped in with your kids? But you can be tapped in with your kids and they still be little bitty weirdos. Yeah, but do they shoot up a school? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's a very short list of people who didn't shot up a school. Be a weirdo all you want. But when I see that you're not be a weirdo all you want, but when I see you being a weirdo, it's time to investigate. What happened? Let's unpack this shit. Not, you know, that's just how you People want to give teenagers space and. Well, somebody got to be the adult and do what's best for them. And they may not, it may not seem like right at the time. 
you know, niggas be like, oh, in the future, you you gonna you understand. My dad used to say that shit all the time. I'm like, whatever, nigga. <laughs> and then you get older, be like, this nigga was right. And guess what? You gotta be the bad guy sometimes. Yeah. Like my pops used to always say, I do what's right, I do what's right, not what's fair. I do what's right for this house. Ain't nobody gotta like it, but I'm gonna do what's right. I mean, I think No, I do what's right, not what's popular. That was the yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I do what's right, not I what's popular. We, I, I think, because I don't got no fucking kids, but uh I think we want the cop, the kid to be happy and like like us. And like sometimes you can be unhappy and I'm cool with you being unhappy because I know this is the right decision for you. I don't think that the least experienced person in the house should be making the major decisions <laughs> and shit. Like, where does that happen at? The no big, job, no job ever. Your first day, you making all the critical <laughs> decisions and shit. Like, no, I don't think that just happened. What do you, you know think what we should do about our customer base, <laughs> Delante? Uh, fuck it. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them customers. We don't need <laughs> them. Let's get new ones. All right. Uh, that shit, that shit is wild. I don't know, man, but this shit is, this is, um, it's a sad time because, I mean, I just want to be normal. And I don't want to worry about a nigga chopping me down in the grocery store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stay away from 18-year-olds. Shit. <laughs> Shoot up all the prompts. Get these niggas away. Get, get these niggas out of here. Let's start with a new batch next year. Like, shit, I don't know. We all made mistakes, young man. You live, you learn from them. Yeah, I want other people to live too, though. All right, man. That's all I got. Yeah, I ain't got shit else. We improvised this week. We didn't. We didn't finish wrapping up about celebrities and mental illness. But if you follow celebrities and you're obsessed with what's going on in their life, you're mentally ill. Be in. I think so. I don't give a fuck about Diddy. I don't give a fuck about Carisha. Carisha, please. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I just don't. It's just, it's just a hot button topic of the internet. I know I got Revolt, but I can't ever say I've watched anything on there besides Drink Champs. I just found out they had a fucking app. Why would I use it? Because, you know, they got a lot of content, and I don't know that niggas got, like, cable to, like, go to their channel and watch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if it's on YouTube, I pay for the $10 a month for, like, no commercials and playing in the background. I don't think most people do, so they probably don't want to sit through the commercials and shit. Um, I don't know. Okay. Go through the fucking app or something. All right. That's all I got. I think like Revolt. Shouldn't Revolt be like bigger than what it is? Like Diddy, this is a ch- this is a channel. Like you should flood this bitch with content. Like He probably does. And we just ain't, we just ain't taking advantage of it. It's probably a shitload of content on there. I looked through it. I wasn't interested in none of this shit. Oh. Um, what's your. Uh, oh, so my music pick of the week. Uh. B. Louie just dropped an album called Player. Uh, the name of this song is Globetrotting with Baby Mark and B. Louie. Uh, I want you to start. Yeah, that's it. But it's no problem. Around the you know we You know you fly, you need a co-pilot. Put you together, I ain't no stylist. My bitch want everything, but it's no problem. What's the best thing about me, baby? Can I choose? I know she'll break a leg if I sense the move. Stay on point with your man, I'm just playing the two. Nah, mama, I ain't sad, I just stay with the blues. You know that pussy made me smile, ear to ear. Condo in the hills, almost hit a deer. Sipping on Perrier, no, this not Belvedere. Cartier, why this Deborah? I'm so debonair. So you coming home with me? Okay, very well. 
Let a nigga fill you out like a questionnaire. In your bag, it ain't bad, bitches everywhere. Enough blue chicken to hide your ass in Delaware. I, I said, I got some new yeah. you should take with you, girl. You really looking So it's Globe Trotting B. Louie and Baby Mark off the album Player. Player. Yeah. Player. Say, West Side niggas drink rolls. I got some. Yeah. I agree. All right, man. Whose man's is this? Uh, I don't know if you said this shit earlier today, but um, a pastor asked a married that definitely wasn't me struggling to conceive to have sex on the church altar in full view of the congregation so that they can pray for them to conceive. And this appears to be a picture of them having sex under these red carpets. And the pastor got his hand on her head. <laughs> and the con- Laying hands. You touch and agree. You pray. Woo-wee. I don't think that's what the Lord wants y'all to be doing in the house of the Lord. I just don't. God is not pleased. I just don't. This is, God is not pleased. And they got on COVID masks. <laughs> like, like, yo, God is not. There's a lot going on in that picture. It is. Is he black? Are these any black people, dog? This is like an Android screen capture. This it looks like a black person in the background, possibly. Yo, uh, I don't what the fuck is going on here, dog? Like, what the fuck is going on? This was Jesus about to come back, like, what the hell is going on? In the altar, in my home. Ah, <laughs> the pastor be like, oh, Jesus, let me explain. No, no, we're not going to turn this into a nigga musical. <laughs> Trapped in the altar, we will not do. Uh, Trapped in the altar. No, no. Now we just got the episode. No, <laughs> the no, episode. no, no, no. Trapped in the altar. Hell yeah. Man, went all the way through the end of the... I hope you made it to the end of the pie, and that's how you got the name of this pie, Trapped in the Altar. Man. I do not approve, bro. I, that just don't make me feel wholesome, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trapped in the Altar. No, man. Look, man, it's your man. Altar. It's altar call? See you. No, no, just let's just stop. Let's just stop. It's your man Dame three underscores three one three on Twitter, on Instagram, and now I'm on TikTok. I'm still learning how to use that shit. So if you know me, fuck with me. Like follow me. I'll follow you back. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Shop Talk Pod. Book some time, bitch. Uh, yo, man, I got a story to tell next week. I just got to make sure everything goes smoothly. If I get my delivery tomorrow, I'm going to come on here and talk shit. It's going to be a praise report? It's going to be a praise report. All right. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. But hey. I don't want to jinx it. Okay. So I won't say it yet. But tomorrow, if it go down. We got to speak it into existence. You feel me? You speak feel it into existence. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Books and time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.